Hello, hello, everybody. Welcome to Just Church Won't Cut It, episode two. What's up? Welcome, y'all. All right. So today we are going to be talking about the hijacking of Christ's church. That's right. The hijacking of Christ's church, the robbery of Christ's church. Yeah, that's right. You know, Christ's church has been hijacked and it's been a robbery going on in Christ's church, you know. So what that means, you know, is that the church that's in the world right now that represents Christ or is supposed to represent Christ, you know, the church does not really resemble the church of the Bible, the church of the days of Christ, the church of the days of the apostles, you know. So um, we have a huge body of ch church churches all over the globe, all over the world right now. And we have, um, you know, we have, I mean, every corner, every block, every everywhere you turn, there's some church, some form of church, you know, Catholic church, all these different churches with all these different denominations, um, you know, all all these churches all over the place, you know. So so there's something going on. There's something going on that, you know, um, a lot of us have not been aware of because of how we grew up in the church. So some of us who grew up in the church where, you know, we're used to certain traditions of how things went, certain things that we celebrated every year, um, you know. So the robbery of Christ's church, the hijacking of Christ's church, you know, that stands for, that means that there are individuals masquerading in the church as, you know, as sheeps, you know, sheeps for the flocks of Christ. You know, but really wolves in sheep's clothing, you know, individuals who have come into the church with their own doctrine. Apart from what God instructed, individuals who have come into the church that was never sent by God. You know, that run the church, that run churches around the world, never was sent by God, you know, prophets and pastors and preachers and evangelists and, you know, so many titles and so many names, so many you know, representative, supposed to be representative of Christ. But then so many denominations where so many confusion, you know, and, but God, the Mosiah said he's not the author of confusion. So if he's not an author of confusion, then where do we have all this confusion of so many denominations? You know, Christ sent his disciples to the four corners of the earth to go preach the gospel, but he didn't send them to go form or formulate denominations and say, oh, you know, go be a Baptist or go be a Lutheran, go be a Catholic, go be a... So if he did not, then where do we have all these foundations of these uh, different doctrines that have, you know, crept into the church? So the hijacking of Christ's church and the robbery of Christ's church has happened in the past during the days of the apostles, during the days of Christ, and it's happening today, you know? You know, and today, we could say that maybe it looks a little bit different, but 
really is probably going to look the same. So if we look at churches now, um, you know, these, these mega, mega churches, mega pastors and, and all of that. Last week we talked about responsibility of the heart and, you know, um, matters of the heart and repentance and our responsibility to get before the Lord and humble ourselves and all that good stuff. But we too have to guard our hearts. We have to guard our spirit. We have to be on alert and not just allow anything or anybody to pour into us. So we have to protect ourselves. So the Holy Spirit, through the Holy Spirit, we have discernment, we have wisdom. And that means that we don't just, I mean, we can listen to stuff, Right. right? But we should be screening the things that we listen to. If a pastor is preaching a message or a uh-huh. bishop or whoever is preaching the message, like uh-huh. we, how do we examine that? Right? right. How do we know, okay, is this of God of his, or is it not? Like we have the word of the scriptures. Uh, the, yeah. We have the scripture to, and we have the scriptures and we have the Holy spirit to examine what are we hearing? Right. And we can kind of, we, it's like our filter. The Holy spirit right. is our filter. So that's right. regardless of whoever is speaking and preaching and giving you a word, like you have to be on your game to discern and figure out what are you really listening now that's That's easier to say for somebody who is you know uh a veteran in christ well versed yeah right so the why we get so frustrated is when we know that new believers and new people that are coming in and and saying you know what i I give my life to christ i'm going to follow christ i'm going to join this church and if they are under somebody who is not truly a man of God, right, or a woman, or a woman of, God. of God, right? right? Then, and they are just in there for their selfish ambition, and then just there to collect the check and collect the offering and preach, right? Feel good messages, which, right. and and some of them have their own agendas and their own doctrines and things like that. That's right. So, you just have to be extremely careful. Um, but like I said, you know, the church has been hijacked and. It comes down to the different different leaders. And obviously not everybody. We're not talking like, oh, all churches and all pastors are like that. Right. But there is a good majority. And when we look at it, truth be told, Christ said in John 15, 18, if they hated me, they're going to hate you also. Right. If they love you, then clearly you're doing something wrong. Right. So we look at these mega pastors, right? We can start with the Joel Osteen, uh, T.D. Jakes, T.D. Right. Snakes. Um, <laughs> we can look at these really big pastors. Um, what's it? Saddleback. Rick, Rick Warren. Rick, Rick Warren. Um, so many names. The, out the there. list can go on, right? But if Crestful you Dollar. look at them, right, and then we look at what are they really, what are they really teaching? What are they really standing for? What are they really preaching? Oh, <laughs> flying in private jets. Yeah, you know, sixty thousand, sixty million dollars jets. You know, but. You know, we need to be aware. We need to be aware of the New Age Movement Church. The New Age Movement Church. You know, we talk about the hijacking of Christ Church. We talk about the, the robbery of Christ Church. The New Age Movement Church. There's so many of them and saturated the whole entire planet where they took over. Where the doctrine that they're preaching now, there's no meat in it. You know, there's no solid 
food in it. Affirmations and feel confirmations good stuff. and affirmations and feel good stuff. And you know, just just I mean, just like just nothing to really, you know, change the people's heart. No words. Nothing. They're they're not even reading from the Bibles anymore. They have their own books. Their own books that they've written. And now their books have become the Bible now. And so you have many churches now don't even read from the Bible. They read from these books. The Joel Osteen books, the Rick Warren books, Purpose Driven Life book. How is that word, how is his words in the, in that book more powerful than the word, words of God, than the living word? How is Joel Osteen's words in his book more powerful than the scriptures, the Holy Bible scriptures? How is T.D. Jake's books more powerful than the Holy Bible? Somebody please tell me. Maybe more popular. More <laughs> popularity. <laughs> Man, they're they hands down. Their book books get released today. It's sold out. You know? And you have so many churches who who will push push those books on their people. But they are the ones that those pastors are the ones that are loved. Everybody loves them and gravitates towards them because of what they are teaching and how they are preaching. And like you said, no no meat, no conviction. It's just like feel-good messages. And everybody, in fact, even like Joel Osteen's church, like they have Muslims in there. They have everybody from all kinds of religions in there, um, which is cool. Anybody that want to come and listen about Christ, You're fantastic, you know what I mean? But um, he preaches in such a way that to not offend, um, and that everybody's welcome, and that okay, everything is everybody always gonna be good, and everybody's making it to heaven pretty much. It's gotten to the point that they're not even preaching hell anymore. Some some new age churches now, you know, have you know started this thing where there's no hell, meaning that you know whatever the Bible said about hell doesn't exist. So you tell me what type of doctrine is there? What is that? Where is that coming from? There's no help. There's no conviction. Well, it's because they care more about, not really so much about the souls. They care about their congregation and keeping the money that they get from the government. They care about their pockets, ultimately, and their, and their following. Like, that's what's really important for them. So it's not about speaking the truth and saving souls. You know, they, it's about getting that check, really. And that's, what, that's why we're recording this, you know, the hijacking of Christ Church. The hijacking of Christ Church and the robbery that's going on to this day. Stealing from the poor people. Stealing from the people that don't have don't have peace. Don't have joy. Coming to some 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 people come you know, people come to their church to get something, to get Christ. Come to those churches to get Christ, but then they end up leaving with just feel good. Feel good, just you know, in the flesh. But their spirit, their spirit inside is still crying. It's still, you know, still dead. Still, you know, so. Still ain't free. Still ain't free. Still ain't free. Mm -hmm. Still shackled, still bondage, still pain. You know, going to these mega churches and sitting there and being part of the whole congregation, doing the spirit dance, you know, running around and yelling and screaming. But then no word. No scriptures, just books, affirmations, the latest T.D. Jake's books, the latest 
Joel Osteen books, the latest Rick Warren books. And this is why we're recording this, this message about the hijacking of Christ's church. Because it is hijacking and the robbery already happened. So hopefully those who are listening, if you find yourself being a part of this, these examples that we're talking about, you have a choice. You have a choice, you know, God's given us the choice to, you know, either stay and continue going where, going this path or wake up, wake up and get to know God for yourself and get into your scriptures. And just to be clear, we speak about a lot of churches that, you know, that are out there, but we're not saying all churches are like this. No, not all churches. Okay, there are a lot of really amazing men of God and men of, and women of God um, and pastors and leaders that that are awesome, right? So, and a lot of churches. So, this is not as a as a whole that we're saying, but we're just giving you guys, you know, a couple of examples that a lot of people know about um, and a lot of people follow. So. Just want to just throw that disclaimer out there. It's not like a bash to all churches. Absolutely. Like that, so. Absolutely not. So we're not bashing all churches now. You know, there are churches on the earth that still live by the principles of the Bible, stick to the scriptures, you know, tell you the truth. And and won't. it's not about, you know, your feelings or your emotions, but it's about the scriptures of what God said, the word of God. Stick to the scriptures. You know, there are good churches on this earth. But of course the good ones, the ones who really sticks to the scriptures are the one who's who you barely hear about right. or the ones who are targeted or the ones who are not favored because they are speaking on things that hurts people's feelings. People's feelings. Yeah. Cuts yeah. through people's feelings and paint the picture of, you know, the things that people need to change in their lifestyle. So because these churches exist that represent Christ 100%, uh, 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 stick to the doctrine 100%. Those churches are not favored by the world. But a, a lot of them, too, though, uh, I mentioned they have to be careful about what they speak about. And a lot of them are a part of um, an organization, right, that are responsible for them, that they're connected to, right? So one church is a part of this this community of churches and you know, they, their leader is this person and that leader person is this. And so they're all a part of this organization That's right. Um, at the end of the day. And there's certain things that you can do and say within those organizations. And so um, that's why you find a lot of pastors, you know, I can't really say a lot, but some just remove themselves from the, from those, those groups. And they just go out and just do their own thing where they can really be free Absolutely. and preach what they know to be true without, restrictions without having to worry about oh i'm gonna not get funded um or not get yeah 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 so um just can't compromise yeah at the end of the day can't compromise can't compromise and you know the church christ's church that was supposed to be his church have turned into a big business but the the big the big thing is that like we started out or a lot of people start out one way, but then it's trying to like merge. Okay, well, well, how can I um, reach more people? 
Um, let me merge in. Let's let's put a little bit of, of this in there. Let's sprinkle this in there. And take some things out. Take some it. things out so that we can draw more people in. Appeal to more people. And you know what? The 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 real thing is, people that's not saved that's outside of the church, they actually want church people and the church to be holy and represent Christ. So the outsiders have this expectation of who. The church should be. Exactly. In fact, they may have a realistic expectation about what the church should be, but the church is not meeting that expectation. Now, are people in church supposed to be perfect? No. Nobody's perfect. Right. That's not it. But a lot of times, and we've had conversations with people who like, oh, I don't fool with the church. Like, nah, there's too many hypocrites in there. Yada, yada, yada. And they've had like these bad experiences. But the, the sad thing is that they they look to, you know, like, oh, I'm a, uh, you know, such and such, she go to church all the time. I'm going to look to this person. I'm going to look to this mother. I'm going to look to, you know, they, they are looking for a great example of what Christ's people should look like. And then when they look to the church and then they come to the church and they have these experiences, we could lose people forever. Absolutely. To the world. And they can just be gone. Absolutely. And then they'll go out and, oh, look up some religion and find something else and just be like, you know what? I'm going to be a part of something else that they feel is real. Right. Because a lot of times they don't feel like Christians are are real. Christians are um, hypocrites and things like that. So, I mean, we can expand. We can we can talk about that part. And you know forever. what? And you know what? That, that's, that's, a, that's a, you know, that happens. That happens, especially now, a lot where... It's like the church have been placed in this vegetable state where it's not functioning the way Christ intended it to function. Meaning that not all churches now we have few churches on the earth that still op- that still operates according to the Holy Spirit according to Christ's instructions. But then the church, you know, majority of the church in the world, you know has been put in a vegetable state where the congregations you have a you have a huge body of people congregation but then there's no effect of the word there's no transformation in their lives for a spiritual growth in Christ there's no they been going to that church for 10 15 years Still going to that same church with the same burden, same trauma, same trouble, same tears, same pain, same deaths. And then you have the same pastor who's been preaching the same message (laughs) for all these years. Never have crossed over to the other part of the Bible, the other part of the message that talks about repentance, talks about, you know, giving up your sins. You know, to the point where you have other pastors, you know, still uh, some of them are even going as far as talking about uh, Christ is not the only way. (laughs) Christ is not the only way. They started out saying that Christ, you know, started out in the Bible first. And then they got out of the Bible because they wrote their own books. They have, you know, a little bit of Bible scriptures sprinkled here and there, you know affirmations and confirmations in that book. So now they, you know, some of them have gone off to say that Christ is not the only way. And 
you know, I mean, I, I heard, I heard this, you know, I heard this from, you know, some pastors that, that I, I mean, I just, I was, I was shocked. I was shocked, you know, but that's the way of the world. So who, so, so the question is who are these other people? Who are these other people preaching other doctrines? Who are these people that have crept into the, you know, crept into the church, Christ's church? Actually, I got, I could tell you. Please. A bit. So Jude 1, 3 through 4, right? It says, dear friends, although I was very eager to write to you about the salvation we share, I felt compelled to write and urge you to contend for the faith that was once for all entrusted to God's holy people. For certain individuals whose condemnation was written about long ago have secretly slipped in among you. They are ungodly people who pervert the grace of our God into a license for immorality and deny Jesus Christ, our only sovereign and Lord. So that pretty much sums up the ungodly people who pervert the grace of God. And so, you know, there's the, the grace doctrine, right? Like Lord knows we need his grace, but when it's, when it's grace, 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 everybody, no matter what, you know, you're going to be good. You live however you want to live. You know, the grace is, you know, God's grace is going to save you when you're not really preaching truth and pre preaching the word where people are being convicted by the spirit and, um, you know, and transformed, repented, well, convicted, repented and transformed. Um, then, you're just kind of just saying, oh, everything is cool. Like, you're good. You're going to be okay. Yeah. Um, and that's that's satanic because it, that's it really just setting people up to not be saved. It, it is. It is so, satanic. Yeah. You know? And it's like now, nowadays, anybody can have a church. <laughs> in the past, in the past, you you had to be, like, you had to be handpicked by the Lord. You had to, you know, anointing had to be called by the Lord. But now you can go get a well, degree. You can just go to school. Yeah, you can just go to, go to school. school. So anybody can open the church. Just like Oprah. You get a church, you get a church, you get a church. <laughs> Everyone has a church. Yeah. And it's all the, the earth is so saturated with so many churches that it's hard for those who are not led by the spirit, who don't know the, the scriptures to know what's true and what's not. And you know, I can imagine as a as a as a leader, a preacher or a pastor, right? Like obviously you want to encourage your people, right? You want to give a message of hope, which Christ is is hope. That's you right. know? So like we you want to share some good stuff and some good feeling stuff and encouragement. Oh, you're coming out, your breakthrough is coming, your blessing is right around the corner. Believe forward. Remember God's word, his promises. All that stuff is amazing, right? Like, yes. We need that as well because the journey is not easy. This is a, a tough, trying journey as we journey in Christ um, to the finish line. So definitely need all of those encouragements and things like that. But when it's more of that and less of truth and really helping people to be free, that's where, um, where the problem comes, really. Absolutely. So, and, you know, and we have, you know... Nowadays, we have so many wolves in sheep's clothing that have been laying in the church for ages, for generations. You know, we have wolves that have been covered up as pastors, wolves that have been covered up as preachers, wolves that have been covered up 
as prophets, so many titles, you know, all in the church, all comfortable in the churches, and it's gotten out of control. Why are they there? To steal, kill, and destroy. Yeah, pretty much. Exactly. Yeah. So, you know, so we have to, we have to be aware. We have to be aware because Christ told us to be aware. Be aware of the yeast of the Pharisees in the book of Matthew. And we're going to get into that. Matthew chapter 16, verse 5 to 12. When they went across the lake, the disciples forgot to take bread. Be careful, Jesus said to them. Be on your guard against the yeast of the Pharisees and the Sadducees. They discussed this amongst, among themselves and said, Is it because we didn't bring any bread? Aware of their discussion, Jesus asked, You of little faith, why are you talking amongst yourselves about having no bread? Do you still, do you still not understand? Don't you remember the five loaves for the 5,000 and how many basketfuls you gather? Or the seven loaves for the 4,000 and how many basketful you gather? How is it you don't understand that I was not talking to you about bread? But be on your guard against the yeast of the Pharisees and the Sadducees. Then they understood that he was not telling them to guard against the yeast used in bread, but against the teaching of the Pharisees and the Sadducees. That's right. So there you have it, out of Christ's, Christ's mouth, you know. And, you know, the things that he was warning his disciples about back in those days to be aware of. And the same things. The same things that are going on in the church to this day that we have to be aware of. What do you think about and, that? And that's pretty much what we just talked about, which is screening the teachings that we hear um, wherever we hear them and just screening them and examining them with the word of God. Because it's really important to, to know what's real and what's not, what's true and what's a lie. Um, and the thing is, like with, with yeast, yeast spreads... Right, it, it spreads and it, it rises. The bread rises. Um, so, if you put something and receive something that's not 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 of God and not truth, and you allow that lie, that message, that's um, a message of deception, a message from the pits of hell, and you receive that into your spirit, it will spread and it will spread like yeast. Um, and as I always say, we'll have you messed up. So, we have to guard. Um, and use wisdom and be in tune with the Holy Spirit to be able to determine, um, you know, judge the fruit of the Spirit. You know, we, we know what the, we know what those are and um, line things up with the word and, and look at the fruit. And, you know, talking about the churches and um, we mentioned, you know, the apostles and prophets and things like that. But the truth is a lot of churches don't even want prophets the real prophets to come to that church you're right you're right, right? About that. they don't want that because if a real prophet a, a true man of god that that is coming because a lot of times prophets are not coming just to let you know that your blessing is coming that you about to get this promotion that's right that this that's new right. car is right around the corner no like I mean, some prophets will, will speak a blessing, but a lot of times it's coming down to correction. They are speaking a word of warning and correction. That's so right. 
They do not want them in the church because they know that they will be called out. That's right. And I've had several prophetic men and women of God to share that experience where they weren't wanted. Um, and by them being in certain places, pastors and people got uncomfortable That's because right. they were there. Because, you know, if a prophet is, 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 is unctioned to speak a word, they are going to speak because ultimately they have one accountability and that's to the most high. Um, and that's really what matters. But, you know, it goes back way, way, way back. Um, even, you know, Jeremiah, the prophet, you know, he was constantly speaking, constantly speaking what the Lord told him to speak. Um, and he talked about these false prophets. He talked about these same scenarios now where they would just say, Oh, everything is cool. Everything peace and, happiness, everything is okay. Y'all don't have anything to worry about. Um, but they weren't being real and honest and truthful um, with God's people because they were false prophets. So let's go there. So Jeremiah 8, verse 4, deception by false prophets. So Jeremiah says to the people, this is what the Lord says. When people fall down, don't they get up again? When they discover they're on the wrong road, don't they turn back? Then why do these people say, stay on their self-destructive path why do the people of jerusalem refuse to turn back they cling tightly to their lives and will not turn around i listen to their conversations and i don't hear a word of truth is anyone sorry for doing wrong does anyone say what a terrible thing i have done no all are running down the path of sin as swiftly as a horse galloping into battle even the stork that flies across the sky knows the time of her migration as do the turtle dove, the swallow, and the crane. They all return at the proper time each year, but not my people. They do not know the Lord's laws. How can you say we are wise because we have the word of the Lord when your teachers have twisted it by writing lies? These wise teachers will fall into the trap of their own foolishness, for they have rejected the word of the Lord. Are they so wise after all? I will give their wives to others, and their farm to strangers. From the least to the greatest, their lives are ruled by greed. Yes, even the prophets and priests are like that. They are all frauds. They are superficial. No, they offer superficial treatments for my people's mortal wound. They give assurances of peace when there is no peace. Are they ashamed of these disgusting actions? No, not at all. They don't even know how to blush. Therefore, they will lie among the slaughter. So, I'll stop there because really the, the main part that I wanted to, um, to visit is, you know, what he's saying about the prophets and how they, they offer superficial treatments for my people's mortal wound. They mm -hmm. give assurances mm -hmm. and a peace when there is no peace. So superficial treatments for my people's mortal wound. So like, that means mortal wound. They, this is a problem. They're not talking about somebody got a cut, like a physical cut right. and need a band aid. That's not what he's talking about. He, this is, deeper they offer superficial treatments which means if somebody is hurting somebody is wounded wounded spiritually um on the mentally emotionally their soul their soul is just in turmoil superficial treatments which in today's age would just be oh just and i'll say like the, the feel good stuff oh well, let's just let's just do this let's just do that and never with real word deal with and help people to be free and be delivered. So 
that is dealing with super like offering superficial treatments for a person's mortal wound. They give assurances of peace when there is no peace. So again, off peace. Those prophets are like, oh, peace and safety, peace and safety, everything is good. But again, not preparing them for what was to come. Not warning. Which, not warning them, which, hey, y'all better to get it together. Our father, the most high, is not happy with us right now. We need to get it together, start worshiping all these other idols and doing all this extra stuff and doing the same thing that the heathens do. We have to turn to him, our father, and be obedient and follow him, right? So not just saying everything is okay, those feel-good messages. So like that right there, that Jeremiah was talking about that to us back then. That's right. You know, I still, you know, I still can't wrap my head around the fact why, why would, you know, people, why would churches spend so, so much time into books written by themselves, by other people, talk about their wisdom? They, so people are coming to their churches wounded. Wounded hearts, broken hearts, hurting, coming to come receive the word, the gospel, so that they can be healed and be, you know, set free from whatever bondage they've been in. But when they come to that, come to these churches, instead of getting into the scriptures and getting into the word of God that's going to set them free, it's affirmations. You know why? I know why. Please I think tell, I know tell why. me why. I just thought about this because we be lazy. We as a people, okay? That's right. We are lazy That's when right. it comes to our faith. Things okay? of him. Things of him, which means, well, I can't get them to read their Bible, right? I can't get them to, <laughs> to spend what? some time with the Lord, but I bet you I can get them to read this book. That's right. So... That's why, because it's us, and it, it appeals to the flesh yeah. also, because the because those books are only have don't have the, the true substance mm -hmm. that their soul needs to be set free. They only have what what sounds good and feels good to the flesh. So yeah, it's a, it's like a start. It's like a start, like a starting point for some people, and and it can be helpful, right? So we're not saying that reading any books about faith and and growing in your faith and things like that. Cannot be helpful but just in your walk. Don't spend more time in, in those books than you, you spend. Then you do in your word Absolutely. in the scriptures. Um, but that's why, like a lot of people are, are just lazy. Like, okay, you know, not committed to reading, reading the word. Um, but it can; those books can be a little bit easier for people to understand um, at certain points of their lives. You know what I mean? So, but I, I've read some of those books. You know, when I first got saved, you know what I mean? I read different, well, not, not, not those books, but, um, I read, you know, read some books for, for different, different topics and just different things, but. So, so for me, it's not the book, the book is not the problem. It's the source of the book, the, the, the person behind, behind this book, the person that produced this book, like Steve Harvey cannot produce a book and book for me to read about my faith in church, about my faith in church and not. I'm reading that. I'm reading that book more than I read but the Bible. He has, he has though, hasn't he? He has books, and I've gone. Through, I've seen some, you know, supposed to be divine Christians. Steve Harvey books right there, and they're reading it, suggesting it to me. Like, hey, you need to check this out. No, thank you. No, thank you. No, 
No, so it's not so much about the book. It's about the source of the book, the author of the book. Who is that author representing? Is that author authentic? Or is that author another wolf in sheep's clothing? So we got to understand that we are crisis sheep on this earth. And we have wolves out there looking for us, hoping that we get caught slipping so that they can devour us. But ultimately, I know it was a time where I didn't really understand the word, right? I would just read it and it didn't, it didn't, it didn't click. But once, thank the Lord, thank the Lord, you know, he transformed me and, you know, filled me with the spirit and just, just really had hold of me. And I just remember praying that I would have understanding of his word. Like before I would start reading, look, you know, Holy Spirit, show me, speak to me through your word. Help me to understand each page, each, each line, each passage, each scripture. Um, help me to have understanding. Whatever you intended for me to, you, this word to say, help me to get it and help me to understand. And a lot of times it can be difficult for people who, um, you know, to just start reading it and it, and it might not make sense, but here to let you know, the Holy Spirit will definitely lead you and guide you and give you the understanding that you need to understand his word straight up his word the holy bible he can give you that understanding absolutely absolutely so the point uh-huh. you have to you know just pray for it too you know what you I mean? it doesn't you have you to want, want it, it. And if you gotta you, desire it yeah like if you really want to understand what the word is saying and what the lord is saying to you through through the holy bible like ask for him to help you ask for him to explain what he's saying and ask him to show you and he will give you that clarity that you need and he'll speak speak to you um in different ways about what you read um and give you that clarity so you know just know that absolutely so just beware beware of the yeast of the pharisees and the sadducees beware of the hijacking of christ's church so whatever church you step foot into or you've been stepping foot into you need to examine that church examine the doctrine examine examine the uh the the, 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 the the father of that house or the mother of that house, you know, and if you truly say in your heart that you want Christ and you want Christ to be your Lord and Savior and you are in a, in a situation like that, then you need to reevaluate yourself and reevaluate the situation and, you know, and, you know, remove yourself from it and get into your scriptures, you know, um, and pray, pray for the Lord to give you clarity give you understanding, give you, you know, to, 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 for you to, you know, get to know him in the way that, you know, that your heart desires, but you have to want it. You have to want it. Um, and of course the Bible isn't going to be easy for everyone who just start reading it right away to understand it. But he said, accent you should receive. So if you decide, if you desire clarity, you desire, um, the Lord to show you what he means in um, by these words, then you need to ask for it. You know, you ask for it, you will receive it, you know, and, 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 you know, and then you have to practice it too. You have to practice it, learn the words for yourself so that when you have, have that word in you, you know, you are able to dissect what's real and what's not because the word is already in you, you know? So now when somebody stand before you, you know, talking a whole lot of gibberish that doesn't align with the words of God, then you are able to dissect it and discern 
that you know what this doesn't sound like the master it doesn't sound like sound like Christ it doesn't sound like Christ's voice I need to you know be I need to you know so so we need to you know just do a little bit more work on our part and uh, you know get into the scriptures get to know the get to know the word of God I mean because no matter where you are if you understand what the Lord is saying if you understand his word and you have his spirit like you'll be fine like no matter how many false prophets are out there whoever is preaching like you will be it's like your it's your covering really um and it's your protection so it's really 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 important to um that's the solution right so we said okay you know Christ church has been hijacked okay well yes we know that to be true but obviously Christ is the answer to everything. His word is the answer to everything. His spirit is the word is the answer that's to right. everything. And, and that's really the solution in this time. So that's we right. just encourage you to just, like you just said, I'm not going to keep saying it over and over again, but it's so important. Just get into your word um, and know the word for yourself and know the Lord for yourself at the end of the day. And that way nobody or nothing can sway you um, and you'll always stand strong. All right. So, I mean, that's pretty much a wrap for, for today. That's right. It's a wrap, folks. All right. You guys have a good one. We'll be back next week. Make sure you tune in. Be blessed.